0: Larry, I'll give you a cue here. MMM Agency 100 Studio Sessions, Deerfield. Okay, we're rolling.
1: My name is Larry Brown. I am the editor-in-chief of MM MM&M, and I am ready for you to plug into this episode of the Agency 100 Studio Sessions, a new podcast series which gives members of the MM MM&M Agency 100 list an opportunity to riff on what sets them apart. I drew the long straw for a change. I get to do Deerfield Agency with our good friends, Josh Benson and Frank Pearl, partners at the agency. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you, Larry. Good to see you again, Larry. Absolutely. Let's get started with the most basic thing and the thing which I've started almost every conversation with over the last three years. How are you? Um, How has Deerfield dealt with the crazy set of circumstances that we've been living under for over three years now?
0: I think, honestly, the way that our business model has been set up, that working with our clients, we have a very lean, efficient team. And a lot of times within some of these circumstances that may be budget constraint because of this, you know, the pandemic and those things, it actually has been to our advantage, which is always horrible and hard for us to say. But anytime there's been a situation like that, we've been able to, you know, help our clients through the madness. And it's just made our relationships a lot stronger.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I would agree, Josh. I mean, ever since the beginning, we've been helping clients stretch their budgets. And so when things tightened up, we already had a model in place to make sure that they're going to be continue to be successful. And so we've been extremely busy. So how are you doing? We're, you know, we're busy. So which is a good thing. It's, you know, we're very blessed because of that. But we're very, you know, passionate about the work that we're doing and very blessed and happy to continue to be able to help support our clients.
1: Yeah. Nobody wants to be on the other side of busy. So this is a good thing, (laughs) which actually leads into the next thing I want to ask. Let's talk a little bit about Deerfield's last year or so. Um, I know one big part of it was there was an acquisition that obviously increased the company's offering considerably. Frank, tell me a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, last year was an incredible year, and with the addition of welcoming Verge Scientific to the Deerfield family has been truly amazing. And so, starting you know with our founding partner and, and managing partner, uh, Lisette Steele and Amanda Sellers, they're two incredibly talented and experienced professionals that you know have compiled an incredible team and have been a great addition to our management team. And so Verge Scientific focuses on early stage companies that are in the process of discovering a molecule and helping them tell their brand story. And in addition to that, they're doing brand strategy, corporate communications, and have an incredible team of scientists. And that's been a great complement to the Deerfield family. And so now we have the opportunity to work with early stage companies from that discovery of a molecule all the way through product commercialization, working with small to mid-sized pharmaceutical companies, and being able to be that true partner throughout that process. Josh, from your perspective, what were some of the highlights?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, obviously that was definitely number one, but I think what really came out of that is merging the two together. And so we always talk about integration and and making sure that we can work together. We have a big push in community that we always talk about. It's always people first for us. And so we were going through the process of um, you know looking to put more solutions in our shop. It wasn't about just bolstering the solutions we already have, but ones that we don't have and be able to give those opportunities to our clients. And the big thing that I saw coming out of this is open-mindedness on both teams to want to come together and collaborate. And it's been really special just to see that um, really come to life. This actually
1: feeds into my next question. Over the course of our conversations, mm-hmm. I've always found that Deerfields has a kind of a unique philosophy. I think um, you think about things a little bit differently. I think you approach things a little bit differently than the average agency, whether it's a network agency or an independent one. Tell me a little bit about that and tell me a little bit of how it's evolved over the last year or so.
0: Sure. I mean, I, I think for, you know, we always talk about having an unbiased approach yeah. and where that comes from is, you know, when we started Deerfield, we were partnering with a lot of other agencies. And so we always take the approach that what is best for the brand what is best for those brand ambassadors that are uh, are partners to ours, our clients. We want to make sure that they are seamlessly getting through the process. And so we always check our ego at the door. You know, however, we can help and interject where those agencies that are already in with our clients don't have a vertical that we can provide a solution. We want to do that. And then on the flip side, where we are agency of record for our clients, we never want to shut down the idea of having a third party vendor or, or someone else that We can lean on as well if we may not have that particular piece that might be best for the brand. So again, it's always down to efficiencies, number one. But number two, we always say if like if you ask me that question, I'll explain it to my children is hey, you're on the phone call or you're in line with somewhere and you can't get something. It's you don't want to be ever in a uh, a spot where you're in discomfort and you can't get something done. So again, it's it's always about how can we have the best customer service? How can we give that to our clients? And then also, how do we work alongside with our other clients? we, We really teach that culture with our folks is, you know, never throwing anyone on their bus, work good in the sandbox. They're the buzzwords, but we truly do live that every day. And we want to make sure that that comes through for our clients because it does make a happier and successful spot for the brands that we're fortunate enough to work on.
2: At the end of the day we want to be an extension of their team for our clients and that and that includes their partners as well. And so no matter the situation, we're going to be that un- unbiased partner, as Josh stated. And, and that's where it goes a long way for our clients. And so we really focus in small to mid-sized pharmaceutical companies. And when we do that, you know, those teams tend to be leaner. And so they don't have all the resources available to them. And we always want to ensure we're bringing the best expert in the room. And so to be able to do that, we've compiled a great team of experts to be able to be you know, more than an agency for our clients. But at the end of the day, there are other partners and vendors that are involved, and we want to make Sure, we continue to be the right partner and stay unbiased, and continue to help in any way we can. Both of your responses to that question, you know, there's
1: kind of a thoughtfulness I think that comes through, and I know that's kind of Deerfield's one of your trademarks. You know, you try to think about these things in a way, maybe a little bit deeper than some of your um, some of your peers. The anatomy of marketing. How does Deerfield break it down? Do you think you break it down differently than other organizations? Um, what makes your particular approach
2: different? better smarter more thoughtful to use the word i'm leaning on or anything else (laughs) no so it's it's really interesting to put it in perspective because the anatomy of marketing is an incredible concept when you think about it and so the best illustration is looking at the human body and the anatomy of the human body And starting with the brain, the heart, you know, the vital organs and everything that you need to be able to survive. And, you know, just using the brain as an example, we're grounded on neuroscience. And so what's important for marketing and how that relates to it is that when someone is listening to facts or data, they're only using about two areas of their brain. And so it's a very small portion at the end of the day. And when they hear a story, they're using multiple regions of their brain. So you have the sensory cortex, the prefrontal cortex, the limbic system. And so all of that gives that human person the ability to connect, to be able to engage and to be able to have memory recall. And so it's very important for us working for our clients is to be able to help them tell their brand story. And so for us, the anatomy of marketing starts with that brand story and you know, being able to tell that scientific story in a way that's going to resonate with people. And then that leads into all the other great things that breaks down marketing. And you feel like it could be its own you know, classroom or a lecture in its own. But, you know, starting with that story, you have to do the market research, what goes into telling a story and getting those insights. And then you're identifying and building that brand identity you know, that brand strategy that leads into what customer segments are you going to. And then there's always sub segments of those segments. Keeps going down. It's the onion that keeps being peeled. Absolutely. And then you also then, you know, what's that story that you're going to tell each of those segments. And so then you're getting into your story mapping and then you want to bring your customers through a journey at the end of the day. And this is, you know, there's a lot of talk about omni-channel strategy. Really. That's at the end of the day, bringing your customers through a journey and an experience that's going to make an impact and so then you know we're big believers in the analytics and you're going to measure that impact of that story and that's going to feed into the you know the other hot term of next best action of how people are engaging <laughs> feeding them you know that next best action and then measuring that get into a projected ROI to say Out of all these things that are working together and all these channels, both personal promotion and non-personal promotion, that all creates an experience for your customer. And to be very thoughtful of what your customers are going to go through truly goes a long way. And so we've taken a lot of pride, a lot of investment to, one, not only be able to help our clients tell that story, but then from a technology standpoint, be able to implement that technology to, for it to continue to evolve. And so that's where each of these areas, again, could be its own lecture or you know topic of discussion. But it's just everything really working hand in hand and being able to make it work hand in hand and to have that continue to evolve over time.
0: If I could add to that, I mean, it, it really comes down to what we say is don't be robotic. You know, just because you do it for one brand, you know, there's no off the shelf box. No cookie cutter, brand. no exactly. recipe, no, you know. And that's like connecting the dots. And that's part of that culture. And, and that's where it comes in, that unbiased part, where sometimes you have to lean on someone to, to connect that dot. Or there's another touch point. If we're doing the analytics that we may have not have done, we want to make sure that we're pulling that data in as well. So it's it's not a biased Uh, result in the analytics that it's just the stuff that we push out but the whole ecosystem that that works so all that gets broken down again in that anatomy and teaching that culture to be able to be open-minded and look at all those um, different touch points that are possible
1: We've talked a little bit, we just talked about the anatomy. We talked a little bit previously about philosophy, um, the business itself, before we went on the air, you know, before we hit record, as it, uh, right. as it were, uh, we talked a little bit about how Deerfield has you know, grown considerably over the last couple of years as two of the three partners. Walk me through your experience in founding the business, building the business and getting it to where it is today. And, you know, kind of uh, how it was done, um, what were some of the uh, good moves that were made and maybe what were one or two that you have a mulligan on?
0: Sure. I think for us, which I think can help start, illustrate, and paint this picture is we're, we're in our 10th year as Deerfield. Yeah. However, our flagship client, which is Endo Pharmaceuticals, we were with them for 14 years. Mm-hmm. And so when we broke off, which was really we're working for a printing company, uh, Paul Brown and myself, who founded the company, mm-hmm. looked at the landscape of, okay, what are our clients telling us and what are these challenges? And so we were able to, you know, jump in head first really, and be able to run with what our philosophy was and not scared about it. It was like, it really was, I could not wait for it to be done. It wasn't, you hear everyone say, this was a leap of faith yeah. starting your own thing. For us, it was just an obvious um, next action. And then through the years, we've been very lucky to work and have a good relationship with our clients that would bring us along to the next journey. And so, um, you know, when, when Frank came on, we were really able to start connecting more dots and be able to give more solutions. Our philosophy always has been no middlemen. Let's not mark a bunch of things up. Again, it's about customer first. You know, what's that brand budget? How are we going to help it out? And along the way, what can we add to make it better, a better experience for our clients? And, you know, the the really the only challenge you have over those years, because this agency, of brand model that we have is little quite different from an AOR. You know, we're project based. We don't have big 10, 15 person teams where it's not needed. And so when we come together, you know, it's really that, you know, that gritty feel that, you know, we want to jump in, but still have the A team be able to do it and have, um, you know, experts in the room. We always talk about bringing experts in the room. So over the last 10 years, honestly, it's kind of been a blur. I always try to remind myself (laughs) to look back and you know, what you put into it. But we continue to do the same thing because it's a passion and it's not work. And so um, it, it's kind of come natural. But to answer your question for a challenge, it's it's really creating the culture and having people buy into that. So when you do have folks that are experienced that come over from an AOR, it is a little different. And so we always talk about there's no internal competitions. We don't have siloed folks. There's not just one person able to talk to the client we want to make sure it's a team effort and so you know that's probably been the biggest challenge is just making sure that that comes across and and we mean it and it's genuine
2: yep yeah i would just say i mean From my perspective, it's been, I've been on the agency side and working in the direct response industry originally where every dollar counted. And so you needed to be able to measure what is that impact? What am I doing? And is it making a difference? And spent many years doing that and then came into on the client side and, and the pharmaceutical marketing side. And it was really interesting to me just to see. You know, where's, you know, there's so much data available to us today. Yeah. And there's a way to be really accountable, but also effective with our marketing. And also, what really resonated, and you go back to the Deerfield model, uh, that's where I met Paul and Josh. You know, that was, I was on the client side at that point. And so we, could, yeah, it was just, <laughs> we always joke as love at first sight, but it was just, <laughs> hey, like we could do things a little bit more efficiently here. And so, and being able to see that and see the results from the client perspective really felt like we could really, really do something special together. And so just really focusing on that accountability. But at the end of the day, we're in the agency business and, it, and it's all about the people. And so when you have great partners that you could do a lot with, and that's, you know, anything is, is possible at that point. And I feel like we've been able to really pull together an incredible team. Um, we have about 140 employees today and very experienced, very passionate people, and so we just want to continue to feed into a culture of where people are learning every day and growing. And so, because anyone can really work at any agency if you want to. And so, what makes us special? What makes it exciting to come to Deerfield? And that's one of the reasons why we opened up our space in Contra Hawken, was just to be able to bring everyone together. So yes, we still you know are very flexible, and we still have remote employees, but the core of the team is able to come together and has a place, whether it's inside or outside. It's a phenomenal space that they could. Collect collaborate they could learn from each other and that requires junior people coming to work to be able to learn from the older experienced people and that and vice versa the experienced people need to be able to come in to be able to mentor and train and so just continuing to find people um, so when you work that mulligan, again it's really coming down to the people of the people who have that passion who are experienced that want to mentor and train and come in and are passionate about the work that they're doing and then finding people that are up and coming that want to continue to learn and grow and so it's, it's just part part of the agency life. But at the end of the day, all we have is our people. There you go. And this actually, you know, um, uh, both of you addressed this in the last answer, but
1: that particular piece, the people, the culture, what has Deerfield done to make sure that the values of the agency that were established when it was founded, they're sustained, they're passed on, they're, you know, they're lived not just something that's written on a motto that gets, you know, thrown on the third page of the
0: website. How, how do you make sure that comes through? And for me, actions always speak louder than words. I mean, so we've always had the approach. And Paul, if he was here, I mean, takes the trash out. I mean, it's just yeah. a matter of <laughs> what the passion is, lead by example, and just help and care. I mean, that that's the biggest thing is taking someone by the hand that really needs it and jump in and not, you know, chastise them or not have training and, and not have those things. And I I've lived that in some prior lives. And I just always wanted to make sure that everyone had a chance to have a voice, you know, that they can speak up. You know, we always say nothing's written in stone here. You know, we're always want to be innovative. We want to be able to change if need be. And if it's for the better, we're going to do it. And again, that's what goes back to checking your ego at the door, yeah. being smart about it. And, you know, just being together. I mean, I think that's, that's the main point and just continuing to communicate. You can never ever over communicate. I know that's cliche to say, but to, do it every day and make sure you're doing it and communicating, then it then it does work. You could say it and not do it, but if you say it and do it constantly, then it- then Reinforces it, itself. Yes. Yep. Thank Certainly.
1: you. One of the things we you, you mentioned endo earlier, but um, we haven't really talked about the client piece that, uh, yep. that comes with the agency of brand positioning. Um, what are some of the things that you want potential clients to know about Deerfield? What are some of the things that maybe are- Overlooked about the company, um, you know what are what are some of the things that they should know about so they can make an informed, uh, smarter choice about their agency.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it's always comes down to never forget where you came from and what what was successful for us to get us here. And so, yes, we're adding, you know, new verticals and new solutions, but what got us here and that was that, you know, that gritty, that go to model which is proprietary to us, where we started off helping out in the MLR process and making changes, and you know, or Um, doing a whole NPP program from what the CVA was. So it goes back to the unbiased part where an AOR might have created the strategy and the website and maybe the CVA. It's dissecting all those things and be able to, you know, on a budget, be able to do a lot of other marketing efforts and other vehicles that that client might thought that they cannot do. And again, it's just really reiterating we don't have to do everything and every small thing that we get to do means the world to us and so that that's the passion that we want to make sure comes across Paul if he was here always says it's you know it's like having the uh, iPhone you know we never knew what it was like not having it but now that we have it what's it like not having it and we want to have that lasting impression on our clients and that's that's the part that's the true it's what are we going to do on a Saturday morning to pull a print piece through to make sure that gets out to the you know to the Salesforce, we're gonna do all those things and be on 24 seven appropriately. I think that's the biggest part that I would love to come out of this. And then anybody that does get to meet our people feel that warmth and that community and that culture that we do have within the walls. And that sense of commitment, right? That's correct.
2: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, Josh summed it up really well. So, I mean, the biggest thing, too, is, you know, just that reminder that a lot of people believe, well, I don't have enough budget to do that. I mean, we take a lot of pride in being innovative and thoughtful and targeted And so that's the the other thing just to always remember, no budget's too small, no budget's too big, but that smaller budget, we're able to help stretch that and to to do it in a very focused manner to be able to say what's working, what's not working and and to build from there. But at the end of the day, just wanna continue to be an extension of our clients' teams. And so we know they're under the pressure We want, you know, we've built a lot of personal relationships over the years and we've been very blessed with the referrals that we've received. But at the end of the day, we don't want to let anyone down. And the team is very passionate about that work. And again, we're going to bring the expert in to help. And so whenever something comes up, we have an incredible team that we've been able to compile and want to be there as a true extension of our client's team. I have one last question for you both, and it's an extremely unfair one given that the future <laughs> changes. Uh,
1: no, I mean, really, you know, you, it used to be, you know, you'd end with the okay, what's next question. Right. But over the last three years, I think we've gotten used to the future changing every couple of hours. Right. That sure. said, what's next? Um, what innovations um, does Deerfield have planned? Um, what are some of your
2: goals for the next year, five years, and beyond? No, absolutely. And as we alluded to earlier, I mean, we want to be more than an agency and want to continue to be that business partner. And so, working with a lot of early stage, small to mid sized pharmaceutical companies, we're big believers in innovation because that's the only way they're going to be able to continue to compete. And so, one of the latest technologies that we've created, and we've been working on this for the past two years, and we're very pl- uh, proud to announce that we have officially commercialized asset. To it. And Asset To It is an app that is built for sales representatives. So it's meant to complement the existing CRM platforms that are out there today, but it's there to be able to give the, the sales representative the ability to create modular content on the fly. They have the access to all their digital assets where they could create a personalized landing page for their customers. Whenever, you know, a customer would engage in that platform, it immediately feeds into that bigger omni channel strategy. And it just gives them complete control of being able to be able to create personalized pieces on the fly that could either be printed or emailed and being able to send over to their customer that is appropriate to the conversation that the sales representative may have just had or or wants to have. And so that, you know, there's modular emails that are out there today. A lot of people are talking about modular emails, Just think about taking that concept and putting it on steroids. So it's still, all this content is still using content that's approved for distribution, but setting, you know, you put it into a user interface where a sales representative could easily navigate that, create content, and to be able to be able to better serve their customers. And so at the end of the day, that impacts patients' lives. And so it's always looking at how do we continue to go outside of just, you know, the efforts that we're doing from creative and digital development and media buying and, you know, omni-channel strategy and analytics, but then bringing some technology as well to make everyone's day a little bit easier. That's amazing. You know,
1: so many agencies, you know, say like, well, you know, we want to be technologists.
0: You're, you're actually doing it. We're excited about it because it's in-house. I mean, we wanted to make sure that our dev team was in-house. We don't farm anything out on this level. It is proprietary to us. And these guys are smart. I mean, again, going back to the efficiency parts and how can we give back to our clients? I mean, I'll give you a perfect example of what these guys are also doing. We have a internal app we call Magic Shot. And basically what that is, think about Apple Awesome Screenshot on steroids. And basically what it does, and traditionally in pharma, as you guys know, everything has to go through M.O.R. So if you have a long website, previous you have to take pictures of each page try to put them together (laughs) annotate them it could take up to two weeks i mean it really depending on how big it is and and this really is what they created you 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 drop the url onto magic shot and it creates within a couple minutes the full pdf now then you have to go in and annotate it but it, it went from two weeks to literally two minutes and so that save we give back to the client and now we're freed up to be able to do more of these innovative proprietary pieces like asset to it. And even within asset to is another was the, you know, the PDF viewer that is there. So when these doctors do get to open up these PDFs, we could see all their activity that's working there. And so it's okay if they're focused on efficacy, we know for that next best action, we're going to be able to to work through that. So it's just it's, you know, it is cutting edge and it is innovative. And it's just very excited that after the two years of really hard work putting in, it's here and it, and it is a nice presentation. Um, for
1: some of these things, um, some of the feedback that you've received so far. Um, Tell me about that.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's been incredible just to hear sales representatives say how easy it is. So, I mean, to be honest with you... Make a hard
1: job easy is the goal for everybody, right?
2: Exactly. It's a very, it's a kiosk app, so it feels like you're ordering lunch at a local restaurant. And so, (laughs) and so that's where it's that easy to navigate. It's very user intuitive. And again, we're not, you know, we're looking to complement the the, the systems and tools that they're using today. So by no means are we trying to replace anything that they have today, but to give them one more tool in their toolbox to be able to really make a difference. And again, back to where Josh spoke to, it's it's looking at our digital team. And so they're innovating and that's what drives them every day. And so like, what else could we create? What other problem could we solve? And that's the exciting part about coming to work every day and collaborating. And so we have a client who has a concern. All right, let's get everyone together, brainstorm. What could we create to help make it easier? That's where we had that flexibility to do that. I feel like I want to know how this story evolves (laughs) over time. We got to do
1: this again sometime soon, right? We would love that. Absolutely. Right. Josh, Frank, this being our (laughs) Agency 100 Studio Sessions podcast, we've got a good one. And hey, I'm going to give an answer also. What's the last song that you listened to?
0: So well,
2: le- <laughs> well, I was just going to say, we drove together in the same car yeah. So to the, to the train station. the last two songs know, you listened to right. then, right? And we're listening to Lithium, so yes. I know yeah. Offspring was on you know, right before we got out.
0: I mean, I, I'll go back to last night when I was uh, trying to, metal, like, there's, Coffee House is a great, you yeah. know, serious, uh, there was yeah. a lot of great chill covers. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to a cover last night, and I, I cannot remember what it's like, a, basically a heavy metal song that was turned into a, a chill. Uh, yes. so I cannot, I'm portraying this because I cannot remember. You know, it's name, so
1: funny you're saying that. On the way to the train this morning, what I heard was um, the instrumental um, no vocals uh, version with strings and everything of the Pixies, uh, Where's My Mind? Oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that that's the one that's been running through my head over the last uh, couple hours. I have it right <laughs> here because right. it's yeah.
0: still in my Apple. Yeah. Time that's after that's time. True. That's what it was. <laughs> that wasn't the heavy metal ones. So Iris was irises on there. There was a yeah. uh, Slow Burn. All right. <laughs> Slow burn. And it was just yeah. it was very good. All right. Josh Frank,
1: thanks so much for being a part of the Agency 100 studio sessions. Looking forward to our next talk. Thank you, Larry.
0: Yeah, thank you for having us. Really appreciate it.
1: For MM&M, I'm Larry Dogra. Be well.